Welcome to the God Focus Podcast. And today we are exploring the book of Psalms 143. And Bill's going to jump on in just a moment to explain why we chose that. It's an interesting way that we got here. But let me read it first. I read it in multiple versions of the Bible. And I love the play on words. Each one is completely different in how they spin a certain word. But I'm going to speak from the Amplified Bible. It's a 12-verse psalm, Psalms 143, a psalm of David. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Listen to my supplications. And there's an exclamation mark. I love it when there's exclamation marks. (laughs) That that means stuff. So I like to point those out. (laughs) Answer me in your faithfulness and in your righteousness. Verse two, and do not enter into judgment with your servant, for in your sight, no man living is righteous or justified. Verse three, for the enemy has persecuted me. He has crushed my life down to the ground. He has made me dwell in dark places like those who have been long dead. Therefore, my spirit is overwhelmed and weak within me, wrapped in darkness. My heart grows numb within me. Verse five, I remember the days of old. I meditate on all that you have done. I ponder the work of your hands. I reach out my hands to you. My throat thirsts for you as a parched land thirsts for water. Answer me quickly, O Lord. My spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me or I will become like those who go down into the pit, the grave. Let me hear your loving kindness in the morning for I trust you. Teach me the way in which I should walk for I lift up my soul to you. Rescue me, O Lord, from my enemies. I take refuge in you. Teach me to do your will so that I may please you, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. Save my life, O Lord, for your name's sake. In your righteousness, bring my life out of trouble. In your loving kindness, silence and destroy my enemies and destroy all those who afflict my life, for I am your servant. Wow, that's just awesome. Great job, Angie. You sound so wonderful. Basically, Psalms 143 and, you know, human can mean I love you. And by hearing these verses and hearing you read, there's only 12 verses. You can tell that the person that is crying out to God, and uh, didn't King David uh, write the Psalms? Is that correct, Angie or Mike? Well, it's half of them, but yes, this is one that David did write. Okay, so this is one. So you can hear him pouring out that, Lord, I serve you. Lord, I love you. Lord, I believe in you. And he is pouring out his love for God and saying, you know, also, I need your help. He's actually having a real uh, conversation with God. And basically, in the end, he says, you know, I know that God will answer me and put my enemies at my feet and they shall fall and I shall stand. And I just think that, um, you know, if, if you're like, listen to the, you know, he's like, I mean, like verse nine, he's asking, deliver me, O Lord, from my enemies. And I flee unto thee, or I flee unto thee to hide me and basically protect us. and. I mean, it's just, you know, there's real deep meaning behind the words that, you know, David chooses uh, to cry out to God, his love for God. And uh, that's what we need to do. 
you know, we need to interact with God and I do it all the time. And I know, um, uh, I got no filter and I asked God some weird, you know, stuff and I, you know, I got questions that need to be answered and I got problems that I need solutions to. And I go to the guy that's going to allow me, uh, to meet the other, what I call earth angel, uh, someone like me and like-minded and wants to help people and, uh, help me. And he's got a solution to my problem. And, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Like standing in front of the door and knocking. how many times are you willing to knock and to plead with your God to, you know, um, relieve the suffering or pain. Usually that's what, when we only go to God, Hey, when something good happens and I network with somebody, I cry out to God, thank you, thank you, thank you for one, answer my prayer, two, provide me a solution, three, that allows me to have a better life. And I believe that's what God wants for us. And then verse 12, and of thy mercy, cut off my enemies and destroy all them that afflict my soul. And here's the best part, for I am thy servant. You know, I don't know about you, but the older I get and the experiences that I've had, uh, I just want to serve God more. I want to help uh, God's people, uh, uh, one, make a choice for our God, because there's other gods out there. And the Bible says that, and I've read that. And uh, But our God is the God of all gods. And uh, I want to grow his kingdom and talk about his son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. And uh, not only that, just network and make friends and uh, try to be a better person every day. So, I mean, just read this when you're by yourself and, you know, ask yourself, do I really talk to God like this? Because this is an outpouring of love for the God that he believes in that will deliver him. So that's all I got to say, guys. I love all you. Happiness to the world. And to awesome Angie and Mike and Robin and Yolanda and Kevin and uh, even some people that aren't with us. And uh, uh, Sam, I think, is going to a wedding. So I just love all you guys. And I hope you like this little scenario that I put together today. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Bill. Um, just briefly tell us how we got here. How did we pick Psalm 143? Well, one four three means I love you, and I basically uh, uh, was thinking one day I was like, "Well, in the Bible, um, uh, is there? Um, I think there's only a couple chapters that there is actually a verse one forty three. Uh, we should probably look up verses uh, one uh, or chat. Yeah, verses. So like one Psalms one forty three. I think there's a psalm that's really long. And I don't know if it goes to 143, but every time I see 143, you know, I think of, uh, of, uh, I love you. And I wanted to see what, uh, uh, the Bible said about, I love you. So that's how I chose Psalm 143. I love that. I think that's awesome. And I like that, you know, so the number, so one is there's one letter in I four, yeah. there's four letters in love. And three, three letters in you. I love you. I love that. Yes. It's a nice little touchstone. I call it a touchstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. it's a little touchstone. And uh, <laughs> I started putting verses with like my friends and my family. And I started numbering them in the Bible. And, I, I, and, and how I did it, I would say, 
I would just ask them, hey, what's your favorite number? And they don't know why I'm asking. But what I'm doing is I'm saying, okay, uh, my favorite number is one. So every time I read a chapter one, a verse one, uh, I see the number one, I think of that person. And it's just something that a little game that I play with my mind and keeps me active and I feel creative. And um, so I do that uh, with a lot of my friends and family that they don't know. So when I read that verse, you know, I think of God, I think of them. And um, I just like, you know, maybe they, that number, I was supposed to read it today to um, help me uh, uh, have peace today, you know? So that's, that's just awesome. Fun. That's how I came up with it, Ange. That's awesome. I love it. Well, thanks, Bill. Thank you. Thank you. I'm very excited to hear from everyone else on our call today on how all of this conversation touches you. So welcome to the call, Kev. Yeah. So I, um, you know, it's going to be hard to follow Bill on this one. Uh, (laughs) uh, Thank you, Kevin. (laughs) But uh, I, you know, maybe another angle to look at it would be, you know, my personal angle is the Psalms, especially the Psalms written by David. Um, they really transformed when I started thinking about what David, where David was when he was, where in his life he was when he wrote this. Um, and with on this particular one, I mean, we don't know, but I think from what I, you know, read, it, it, he was at a place where he was being pursued by Saul, right? He, uh, King Saul was trying to kill David because David was a threat to his kingship. And so David was in isolation, um, hiding. Uh, and, uh, you know, so I try to put myself in, in that place, you know, so, uh, you know, I think about, you know, being, a, he's probably living in a cave, he's, he's alone, uh, maybe with a few friends, uh, 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 you know, that are helping him, but he's definitely isolated from the general population, you know, and, and what does he say? What does he start with? He says, Lord, hear my prayer. Listen to my cry for mercy. Yeah. Amen. You know, uh, he's not, he's not, he's not beating around the bush. He's not pretending like he's got things together. He's not, uh, he's not trying to represent himself in something that he, in a place that he's not. He says, listen to my cry for mercy in your faith, in your faithfulness and righteousness, come to my relief, right? He's, he's just putting it out there. I, I, I need you, right? I, I need your, I need relief. I am suffering. I am, I am can barely stand with what's being put on my shoulders right now. Right. Do not bring your servant into judgment for no one living is righteous before you. The, uh, you know, so he's like, look, I get it. I, I, I'm not, I'm not on the hill here thinking that I'm being wronged. I under, he's like, I get it. I understand. I'm, I, I'm a sinner. I am, you know, I'm a flawed, flawed person. And if you were to judge me, I certainly would, uh, you know, deserve whatever judgment I was given, no matter how harsh it was. So he, he has a clear sense of self. You know, the enemy pursues me. He crushes me to the ground. He makes me dwell in the darkness like those long dead. Ouch. You know, uh, he's, he's feeling pretty, pretty small right now. Like, uh, 
you know, like uh, he's, uh, as he says, uh, he's in the darkness, right? That's the absence, you know, God is light and, and darkness is an absence of light. So he's in a, in a very dark, very lonely place. My spirit grows faint within me. My heart within me is dismayed. Energy is low, right? His his faith is low. His his heart is low. He's he's just he's a shadow of what he could be and what he has been. I remember the days of long ago. I meditate on all your works and consider what your hands have done. I spread out my hands to you. I thirst for you like a parched land. Now this is my version, not the one that you read, Ange. But uh, you know, I thirst for you. Uh, have you ever been thirsty? You know, have you ever? <laughs> yep yeah i mean it's it's uh you know when i'm when i'm sitting there and i'm thinking about being thirsty alone you know kind of rammed down pushed into the corner uh, uh it's just the dark it's just the dark dark feeling right and then he goes and then he goes and says, answer me quickly, Lord. My spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me, or I will be like those that go down to the pit. Let the morning bring me your unfailing love. There's that word, love. I, for I have put my trust in you. Right? So he's like, I'm coming. I, you know, I know you're coming, Lord. I, I, I'm there. Right? You just, you just do you, and, uh, uh, and I'm going to believe in you. You know, uh, rescue me from my enemies. I, I hide myself in you, right? You're, you know, he's, he, he's understanding that his place in, 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 in the relationship with God is one of subservience. Uh, teach me to do your will for I am, I am, uh, for you are my God. You, you may your good spirit lead me to level ground, right? Uh, so he's the lifeline. He sees God as his lifeline. For your name's sake, Lord, preserve my life and your righteousness. Bring me out of trouble and your unfailing love. Silence my enemies. Destroy my foes. Right? It's, it's, a, it's a prayer of subservience. It's a prayer of uh, recognizing the need for God. It's a prayer of recognizing um, the darkness without God uh, in our lives. And uh, uh, so I, I feel that, you know. I read this, I feel it. And I'm think I'm thankful, Bill, for you picking this verse because uh it really uh it, it speaks well to me today. Yeah, no, you're welcome. I mean, uh man, when I hear David crying out to God for help, uh, and he's just being genuine and sincere, and he's saying, God, I love you. I've seen you deliver me, and please deliver me again. And we all need to be delivered of something. Amen. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah, thank you, thank you all so far for sharing. I love this. It's a wonderful conversation. Yolanda, you are up next. Hi, everybody. Um, so today I'm at home. <laughs> I'm not out. Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah, a roving reporter is uh, is on site today. <laughs> <laughs> She's in the house. Oh. In the house. Yes. What, Psalm one forty three, uh, as as uh, as Kevin has stated, and and Bill, it, it is a it's a beautiful psalm because anyone can relate to this psalm. Um, in the New Living Translation, in a couple of the verses, it says, "I am losing all hope 
and I am paralyzed with fear. Uh, I remember the days of old. I ponder all your great works. I lift my hands to you in prayer. It's like anyone can relate to that because we've all been in that kind of space where we feel like we're losing hope and we're paralyzed with fear and we remember how things used to be. And, and so we're not sure about what's happening now, um, but we can rely on him and we know that we can trust him and we know that we can believe in him no matter what's going on. Um, he is the only constant. Uh, he never changes. Even when things around us change, and um, we don't we don't feel like things uh, are going well. God is still God. He is still in control, and we can trust Him no matter what our feelings say or what we're feeling inside or what's going on around us. Um, and he and he does rescue the ones he loves from from our enemies. Um, and we we don't we we sometimes may be uh, in a distressful state, but when we cry out to the Lord, um, Lord Jesus, He's there. You say, Lord, help me. He's there, or Lord, woe with me. He's there. Um, he 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 never leaves us nor forsakes us. He never will. And uh, we are loved by such a great, great God. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. Um, so I thank you for this, uh, going through this psalm. Uh, this is a really good psalm. Um, it, and there's like a submission to him as well which is what we um, we need to do is submit ourselves completely to him. And he will show us how to walk in his ways. That's awesome. Thank you, Yolanda. Nice job, Yolanda. Yeah, it is such a, be- such a beautiful psalm. And I love that um, each version, because I, I, I read several different versions and they there's all these different words that are, so thank you all for pulling your favorite version and some some really cool words because they're each version I'm like oh my gosh which one do I pick because there's so many great words it'd be it'd be great to lay them all side by side and kind of compare words and like really do a deep dive on this I like doing that kind of stuff but uh um yeah it's fun it, it, it's really cool especially on a on a chapter like this um, this is this is a good one to do that on not all of them you can, you know, lot, you know, not, there's not always that overlap, but the, on this, wow, each version. So if you ever have a, a chance to, I go to Bible Gateway, and you could, um, there's ways you can like lay everything out side by side and look at stuff. I, I just, I go deep. <laughs> uh, um, Robin, you are up next. Go ahead and unmute, and welcome to the call today. Am I with you? There you go. There she is. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, thank you. And thanks everyone for sharing. Um, uh, <laughs> well, so I think uh, this, uh, this song made me think about um, a lot of things. The, uh, um, as far as like the numbers, one, four, three, I love you. I actually heard that, um, 
in the beginning of my career, I had a coworker and she, and like Bill was talking about, she would, you know, assign her, assign, um, you know, like greeting cards, you know, birthday cards, Christmas and all that. She would sign at one, four, three. And I finally asked her and she said, it means I love you. But she was trying to explain it to me and um, the way her, her deaf daughter sees it. It has to do with how you make the I love you sign. And uh, I apologize because I don't remember what she said, but what really struck me, and I think it's where I'm at uh, in my life right now, two things about um, you know being in your own personal darkness. I'm trying to remember, sorry. And you know, Kevin, like you said, um, if we're in darkness without him, that is that is like that's completely that is about as that is as devastating as you can of a place as you can get. And um, you know, that to me is what this future hell will be like for those who reject Christ. And that terrifies me. I I can't imagine anyone who would um, even want to be there. I've just been back. This is only my second, I think it's my only, it's my only second week back. So I'm a little nervous still. And, um, I was, I've just been trying to find my way, you guys, that's all. Yeah. Cause I, I this, this verse definitely speaks to a really deep, deep, deep darkness. And, you know, I love uh, you know Yolanda's point that uh, you know everyone's been there at some point yeah. and um you know it's it's just interesting how David you know not only you know emotionally dark I mean he physically was in darkness like he was hunted down like he I mean David this was a this is an epitome of you know mm -hmm. what it means to be at the bottom um mm -hmm. mentally physically in so many ways and um yeah, but I, I love that he can see God in it all. So I'd love to hear, um, keep going, yeah. Robin. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, Ange. Um, yeah, I was picturing him. I'm not sure if he's the one I'm remembering, but he might have been hiding in a cave too at some point in the wilderness when he was running for his life. And uh, as we know, there's it, the caves have an absence of light. And Ange, I, I love Bible Gateway too. I'm with you there. And actually, until you read the Amplified Version, I had not heard this particular chapter, Psalm 143. And the word that just hit me over the head was numb. Mm -hmm. Yes. The way you described, I mean, the way, um, the, way the Amplified Version describes um, the heart, you know, my heart is, my heart is appalled. It's devastated. It's numb. It's and as a frail, flawed human being too, I will say, it's hard for me. Um, it is hard for me not to whine in that place and to cry out to God and to just be paralyzed. Now that's my thing. <laughs> Sometimes <clears throat> I get so overwhelmed. I just kind of shut down you one, know, of the, can... one of the versions used the word overwhelm was that in this version yes. yeah yeah that was in the um it was in one of the versions i read yeah yes. overwhelm yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. yes and uh yeah also... and it's a uh, new king it's a king james version 
Uh, uh-huh. Verse four. There, my, therefore, my spirit is overwhelmed within me. There my is. heart within me is desolate. 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 Mm, there's that's a good word. I mean, you guys, you can tell that. I mean, like Yolanda was so right on when we have all been there. Where, I, I mean, you know, I can't say David is out of hope, but but he is on the last rung of the ladder. He's on the last <laughs> knot on the rope. And he is absolutely pouring out his spirit towards God for help. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we all got to do that sometimes. We've all done that. And, uh, you know, I mean, I can personally say, you know, God has answered me many times. Um, not, uh, and he's answered me other ways. But, like, I'm talking where you know it was an act of God. And, you know, it, it says, and then verse 5, I remember the old days. I meditate on all thy works every time he's answered us. I muse on the work of thy hands because that's saying God is at work for us and he's putting his hands in, he's getting dirty and he's going to, you know, bring us out of it. Go ahead, Robin. That's right, Bill. I, I appreciate that. Um, I appreciate you and what you share and just being open and honest about that. Um, I share from my heart too, Robin. I can tell everybody does here. And Mm -hmm. I mean, and I just, I love God. I love reading his word. I love doing this with you guys. <laughs> I'll tell you, I like what you were saying, Bill, about meditating on God. You all have talked about this, you know, focusing on God. That's the point of us being here. And just this week when I was in the hospital, I was like, Jesus, I need you to be real to me, for me. I need you right now. And I mean, right now. <laughs> And I, I would say, you know, in one breath, I would say, Lord, I am really scared here. And then in another breath, I would say, Lord, but I trust you. Whether I live or die, I trust you. I know you're good. I know you're my father. And I know that you love me. But I need you to show me again. <laughs> so, so um, you know, this is not really related. But part of this song to me is, well... It is, I love you. It's totally about love. And the verse, there's another verse that spoke to me this week in particular. It's uh, Isaiah, let's see. It's Isaiah 43, chapter 43. (laughs) I'll find it here. Um, Verse one. And if y'all don't mind, I'll read it. For anyone who's listening to this, I want you to think about this. if you if you're a Christian, then you're um, you know, you have the same heritage as um, Israel. You know, the true Israel, who um, the people who truly are God's people. And so, when I read the word, when I read the name Jacob, I want you to think about your own name in this. Okay, when I read the word Israel, I want you to think about yourself and what God is saying here. And I'm reading, uh, my Bible here is the New American Standard Bible. Thus says the Lord, your creator, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. I have called you by name, and you are mine. You are mine. And I am telling you people that this is, um, this verse just I don't you know it's just a miraculous it's a miraculous understanding in the last few weeks 
how I've realized that even in my, even in my perce perceived and real pain, even in my, you know, struggles and, you know, y'all have probably felt like this, but there are moments when you know you're held, you are completely held by God. You're in Jesus's arms and it's a miracle because God exists as he's no longer here in human form as Jesus Christ, but the spirit is so much more real than we can comprehend. Does that make sense? Because yeah. we're physical people, because we're physical, we're humans. But I mean, God showed me something this week and that verse touched me and this topic <laughs> made me dive deep too and made me think about a lot. So um, I think that's all I got. Um, Thank you, Robin. Love you. Thank you. Nice job, Robin. Thanks, sweetie. It is a deep topic. It is. It's a deep, deep chapter. Well, Robin, that verse that you read is chapter 43. That could just be simply love you. And that's yes. what God's stating in that verse. Isn't that something, Bill, though? Isn't that something? <laughs> ah. It could have been any other verse. This week, yeah. it was that or any other chapter. Yeah, any other chapter. Exactly. But it was chapter 4-3, love you. And God's yeah. saying, I love you and you are mine. Man, that's powerful. You are mine. I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Very cool. The power of numbers in alignment with all that. I love that. Awesome. MJ, you are up. All right. Wow. I'm full. <laughs> I don't need to talk. <laughs> oh, gosh, what an awesome Brother, crew. Go for it. What an awesome crew. But yeah, but I will say um, when Angie was awesome, Angie was reading um, the thing. I just wrote down a bunch of things. I just wrote down things that were jumping out as she was going through the, the whole uh, chapter. So I'm just going to read them as fast as I wrote them down. So just picture a, a, a sheet of paper with just quick little three word thoughts, three word thoughts, two word thoughts, that type of thing. So I'm going to read through them. This is as she's reading this whole chapter. My first, my first three words I wrote down is hear my plea. Then it was my enemy chases, losing hope, lifting my hands, come quickly, trusting you, rescue me, lead me forward, bring me out, silence my enemies. I mean, that is what exactly hit me as she's reading this chapter of I Love You, 143 here. And, you know, David is, he's facing really hard times here. You know, David had depression. You know, he had an anxiety. He was not a perfect man, even though, you know, he was a man after God's own heart. That is very true. He was a man after God's own heart, but he had many, many challenges come his way. And when you're a king, which we are all are kings and queens of this kingdom that we're living in down here, um, we, are part, we are part of an anointed family and we're gonna have challenges. There's gonna be challenges all the time coming against us. And all we can do is just praise God for what he's done for us. You know, this is a, this is a side effect of a fallen wor world down here. And all we can do is just cry out to God and just say simple prayer. Here's my simple prayer. Help me. 
help me now. <laughs> help me, Lord, because God loves you and we Amen. are his servants. All right. So that's my that's my take on this one. Awesome. You are all fantastic. I love your shares. Um, wow, this has been a wonderful topic. And I'm going to wrap it home with this idea, this belief, this mission, this mantra that we have to stay God-focused, God-focused podcast. There is a war on our focus and we could focus on the, the, the cave, the pit, the depression, the darkness, the physical pain, the fleshly issues, the emotional issues, mental spinning, the over, you know, we can focus on any of that, but God says, focus on me. You know, I'm here. I'm always here. I'm right here. Call on me anytime. Um, you guys are fantastic. Uh, all God's children said, Amen. 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 So if something's being said during this podcast, that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now. Just say this little prayer with me, Lord Jesus. I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that's helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at godfocusedpodcast@gmail.com, at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation. Secondly, if you have the financial means to help us, we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing. If there's any situations you can help with us, we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership, and then we'll have membership packages down the road. Please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com, and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ, and God bless you. Have a great week.